Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Taste the Mediterranean through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. Save on animal welfare certified bone and beef short ribs, sustainable wild caught sockeye salmon, and more. Find sales on Parmigiano Reggiano, charcuterie and ground lamb. Grab an olive boule bread from the bakery. Plus, wines from the Mediterranean start at just $8.99. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. I'm going to slap the shit out of both of you and I'm going to start the podcast that way. Okay. Okay. You know, it's the only way to get out your aggression. We we probably deserve it. So Uh, I don't want to say that I deserve it, but I'll take it. These days, no one needs to deserve it. You can just slap willy nilly. I don't know why you guys think it has to be deserved. If you feel, if you feel the need, if you are in a slapping mood, (laughs) walk up literally anytime, anywhere. I don't care the occasion. Mm -hmm. I don't care the dress code. I don't care (laughs) what your notoriety. Just get in there and get the slapping done. Get it Mm -hmm. done. I, Uh, I don't even (laughs) guys, don't worry. A lot of you uh, messaged us on Twitter and other social media this week and said, Hmm, wonder what you guys will talk about. We're going to talk about it like everyone else. 
Yeah, the slap. We're chatting about it. Jacqueline mm. texted the group today and said, I literally am so anxious to talk about this. I was this. like bursting at the seams. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? It's the A Block, Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline. We are so excited to be with you again this week. Brand new episode. As you guys know, uh, the A Block podcast is presented by our title sponsor, Relics Bridal, here in Lexington, Kentucky. Girls, if you are engaged or maybe your best friend or family member is, please go see our personal friends at Relics. The boutique is amazing. They have so many different styles and designers. And of course, the ladies over there are amazing. They become your friends. I'm telling you throughout the process. It's where I got my wedding dress. They walk with you through the process from start to finish all the way up until you pick up your dress. When you go read their reviews on Google, it's five star, five star, five star, five stars across the board. Everyone raves about the experience they have there. Haley, of course, had a fabulous experience and we even like going in there too. You don't even have to be getting married to enjoy the environment and the vibe they have going on there at Relics. It's so much fun and they have so many beautiful dresses. Uh, They told us they are booking up really fast. So if you want to try on some of the newest bridal collections that are arriving from New York, Go to relicsbridal.com and book your appointment today. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at relicsbridal. Again, that's R-E-L-I-X. They are always posting photos from their brides, their weddings, also ideas and inspiration stuff and designer sneak peeks. So it's amazing. You'll want to check that out and go see our friends over at the summit at Fritz Farm in Lexington. We love them guys. And we can't thank them enough for being on this journey with us. How many episodes will this be now? Is this 10 or is this nine, nine or 10? This is nine or 10, nine or 10. What the I heck? Thank you relics like for sponsoring I, us. I feel like last week I said it was episode eight, but I feel like it was probably episode nine. We're just, <laughs> we do so many. It's hard to keep track. Like, you know what? I don't know. Um, oh, this is episode 10. <gasps> Shut the fuck is up. it really? Uh-huh. Is this our, it's our, it's our 10 episode anniversary guys, One, two, get yourself three, a glass of champagne, seven, get some new spanks, do whatever it is that makes you feel good. We're doing it. We made it to 10 whole episodes. Look at us Thanks go for listening. Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh. And we've got some, we're so excited because in the next couple of weeks, we've got another sponsor that's coming on board to sponsor one of our specific segments. And we are so jazzed about that. So, um, in an upcoming episode, you'll find out who that is. Um, Claire, I see Rue just jumped on your bed as he always does. As soon as we begin recording, he's ready to go. He knows that he sees the recording light is on and he is ready to step into. He's ready to rumble. I laughed so hard when I listened to last week's episode. Cause guys, if you listened, I was off last week and Claire and Jacqueline did the episode together and I laughed so hard. Claire's in the middle of a passionate story and sharing her thoughts and then really dramatically goes through, stop it. And I was like, I'm there. I feel like I'm there. Like, that's what I was like laughing so hard. I was like, yep. I know. I People probably think I abused But what's so funny cat. was it? It was a, It was like within the first like five minutes of that episode, and yes. I did not flinch. I was like, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, I know there was there was you didn't miss a beat. You kept going, and that's how you know you're a ten episode kind of group of gals. <laughs> he was tearing up the carpet or trying to tear up the carpet, and I, I we don't own this place, Rue. This is ours. We're renters. We have renters insurance, but I don't think it takes care of a feral <laughs> acting worry. cat. Look at, look at my little. Lex. She's just like, oh, she's just sitting there wagging her tail. So, anyways, so, where are we going for a WALK? And it's like, "Mm, we already did that. 
Yeah. I was out of town for the last couple of days and um, a friend of mine or one of my employees that works for me on the television show, Noah, our producer, he kept, he and his wife have a golden retriever named Gus and Gus loves Ollie. So they were so sweet to watch Ollie for a few days and they've been cracking up at how funny those two are together. You know, the scene in Christmas vacation where Chevy Chase drives under the tractor trailer. Yes, I do. That's how Ollie walks under Gus. He literally (laughs) stands under this golden retriever like Chevy Chase driving under it. We're stuck under a truck. Do you honestly think I don't know that? Like Ollie will just walk under him as if it's a normal passage. Yeah, it's chill. So anyway, I'm so glad to have my dog back. Pets are the best. They are. As I've told Rue multiple times, I'm really thankful I've had him over the past two years. Yes, because you got bamboozled into taking him. Did you not? Yeah. Yeah. Rue Rue should have said that. Sorry. I don't care. Rue was, I was in a place in my life where I was ready for a pet. My yes. beloved dog had passed away or couldn't, couldn't come to, with me in Kentucky. And I, I didn't feel like I had a dog lifestyle yet. I'm definitely mm-hmm. more of a dog person, but I was playing tennis with a friend and she mentioned that she had a cat that she, she had to get rid of him because she was too allergic. And I was like, oh, don't get rid of him. And she mentioned he's a little black cat. And I have a soft spot for little black cats mm-hmm. and I didn't want her to get rid of them. Cause I just felt like, Oh, cats are hard to get adopted anyway. Oh and, yeah. And a non kitten and a black cat, like black cats. I think we hear they don't get adopted as frequently as others. I don't know. At least that's what I've heard. No, yeah. I've heard that too. I've heard that. Well, I think people are superstitious about it or something. Right. Where I find it to be good luck. I grew up with the most amazing little black cat Tilly. And so I said, well, bring them by. Let's see. And he was all ready to go. It was like a ready-made cat. He was a year old. He was already fixed. He had his litter box, his food, his toys, everything. So I was like, all right, we got along. I kept him. And about the next solid two years was just hell on earth in my house <laughs> because of that cat. He's like, gotcha, bitch. I live here I, now. I, I cried like, myself yeah, to sleep. I your ass. He would not, he, I mean, he would like attack me constantly. I couldn't mm-hmm. keep him out of my bedroom because he would just claw at the door all night long. Never would stop. It was, he bites, he scratches. It was terrible. I didn't know what to do. And cats are you can't like train a cat like you can a dog. It's not the right. same. Dogs are, they're just completely different. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I was like deep in Google searches. I was doing all kinds of things and he, he's finally chilled out. Finally. He really has. I mean, he's still special and he's on me- medication and because yes. he's, he's mentally ill. He truly is. <laughs> he's been diagnosed. It's been a, a, hey. a wild ride. Hey. Who among us? Who among, Who among us? us? No, okay. Like, you and me, buddy. That is That's so right. funny because none of us are mentally ill. So like, I, I like can't even imagine like what right. that's, what that even feels like. But yeah, the, the <laughs> takeaway is I don't think my friend who I won't name was so much allergic to Rue as she could not stand living with this insane animal any longer he but, you know what he needed to live with you so he got the proper care because you took him got him diagnosed got him on medication and he is a lovely cat now and he loves to listen in as you podcast he does he loves people he's not necessarily the friendliest cat but he loves to be in the middle of the action oh yeah whenever loves to pre, be around. pre-covid when we'd have like birthday parties like when we had one specific birthday party for claire at her apartment and rue there was probably 30 people there again pre-covid nobody freak and 
Rue was amongst them. He was like sitting on the back of the couch. He'd occasionally run away into the bathroom or the bedroom, but he'd just be sitting on the back of the couch like, hey, welcome in. Thanks for coming by. means a lot to Claire. Thank you so much. (laughs) My buddy. Um, He's such a good guy. He is. Anyway, how's everybody else's week? What's going on? Jacqueline? You tell us right now. You know what? Stop yelling at me. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, you you got to talk. We're doing a podcast here. Yeah. I'll slap you, Jacqueline. I've already said it once. I'll do it again. Um, My week is good. It's been pretty busy. So um, my mother, her 60th birthday was last week. So her and my stepdad are coming into town this weekend, uh, AKA tomorrow, which is Thursday. So by the time you're listening to this, um, they will be in my home and, um, my brother and his girlfriend are come are driving down too, and they still live in Chicago. So I am, uh, basically just full blown, um, spring cleaning my household. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, the old company cleaning. That's wonderful. I love that. But I like to call it panic vacuuming because that's yes. what I do. Oh, I think as long I as will. I vacuum, yeah, you're just sweating. You're just pouring clean sweat as you like. Got to clean oh, that toilet. You have to. And if you get I, a get a bottle of uh, poopery, put it on the back of the toilet. Yeah. Makes everybody feel like you care. Oh yes. Well, <laughs> I thought about doing certain things today, but then I was like, but like it won't smell like it's clean. So like I'm just gonna wait until tomorrow. So then I know for a fact tomorrow the things that I have to do will probably take longer than I anticipate, and then I will really stress out because then they're gonna be like, well, we're gonna be here in an hour, and then I'm gonna like run around my uh, house and freak out because oh yeah, clean, so. Your house will be clean, but you look at, like a disaster when they get there because yeah. you're just like, you, know you don't under you're in a understand. bad mood. You're exhausted. Yeah. 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 Hi. Tired. It's like, you know what? I mean, you, maybe you should have just stayed in a hotel. <laughs> hey, Jacqueline's mom, big fan of the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, listening she's not listening to this, so it's whatever. <laughs> My mom doesn't either. The other day she goes, I don't even, I don't even know what's going on with the podcast. Like, what is it? <laughs> so I explained it to her. And she was like, I want to support you, but like, I don't even know how to even, so my mom doesn't listen that. either. And I've told her several times, I'm like, here, next time we're together, I will sit down with you and show you how to, you know, where the podcast app is. Oh, and yeah. download it. Yeah, you know, yeah. cause I know she would love to listen, but yeah, she just, the other day goes, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, <laughs> I was like, it's my, okay. my mom, I would say is pretty hip when it comes to technology. And she just, she, I think the podcast is just kind of over her head. And mm-hmm. honestly, I, I don't care to explain it to her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's how you do with my mom and Facebook. I was like, if you can oh, yeah. figure it out on your own, you can have Facebook. But if you need me to do everything for you, you yeah. don't get yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she finally figured it out years yes. down the line. Yeah. We, my last night I got, I saw a bunch of my family this weekend. It was for a funeral and, um, and my brother was laughing because, um, his father-in-law, uh, so his wife's dad, he was like, this man gets hacked on Facebook more than anyone else. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, I constantly get spam requests from him. He said, and I keep saying, 
I know why you're getting hacked. Like speaking of people not getting Facebook. And he was like, why? And he said, you know, those like viral posts that people send around that are like, let me answer these questions for fun. And it's all the security questions that would be posted. Yeah, it's like, it's like, and it's like, what was your first car? Where did your parents get married? What's your mom's maiden name? He says that his father-in-law has answered that quiz. He said, it's like every other post. No. And he's answering these questions. And Jack has told him like, hey, stop doing those. So then for like two weeks, Jack would see those posts going around and Mark, his father-in-law would comment on there. Don't be a dumbass. These people are fishing for information. <laughs> he said that lasted for two weeks. And then Mark went back to answering the questions. Again. He has to get involved. He's like, he loves to answer a quiz. He's like, everybody's got to know what my favorite sport was growing up. Okay. <laughs> so guys do you not answer those quizzes. Everyone needs to know. Exactly. The color uh-huh. of your first car. Yes. Don't, don't answer this stuff. Mark or anyone else. Oh, so funny. Um, I actually just got an alert on my phone because I get alerts from the news app. Chris Rock is speaking out for the first time about Will Smith's <gasps> Oscar smack. Quote, uh, quote, I'm still processing what happened. Well, he's like currently on tour. Like, yeah, I got to know. Yeah, what we know he's bringing it up in his set. He <laughs> oh, has yeah. to, right? Even if he's not ready to do a oh. full set on it, because comics are artists, and you know he wants to craft a good set around oh. it. But you know he can't just go up there and not and say not anything. It. Oh, Even if he just walks up and it's like, "Will's not here, is he?" Okay, yeah. I'm going to start the set. <laughs> like, yeah. he's got to say well, something. So I had heard that his first shows post this whole thing, yeah, um, was at the Wilbur in uh, Boston. And they went from like $50 to like $500. Yeah, the tickets skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Okay, I'm just going to read this part real quick. He didn't, apparently he didn't say much. Apparently he he had a show in Boston and it was like a sold out crowd. And he said, what's up, Boston? How was your weekend? And then he told the audience, according to an audience member, he was still processing what happened. He told fans in the audience that he will talk about what happened at some point in a serious manner, but that right now he'd written a whole show full of jokes for that show. And he just wanted to go ahead with the show. Okay. So, good. okay. So he touched on it a little bit. Cause that's been the thing. We're all like, yeah. what's he going to say? You know, and he's a comic and, you know, and a human being that was, um, Assaulted. So um, give the man time. So, and the person that assaulted him was just allowed to sit in the fucking crowd the rest of the show. Okay. Well, did you see the, did you see the statement from the Academy that was released today? Apparently they asked him to leave and he would not leave. They said he refused. (gasps) Yeah. Jacqueline, did you not see that? It came out yesterday by the time you're hearing this. Yeah. The Academy released a statement said they're doing a full investigation. Yeah. And then in quote in their statement said he was asked to leave and he here i've got quote, the, it says, how do you just say oh he was asked to leave how, how was he not just fucking escorted out yeah <laughs> i mean it's, yeah i mean i don't know i get both i don't know i don't know i don't I get both sides i get yeah both. <laughs> i don't think there's I, another I, side I think, it's, I think it's only gotten crazier to me in the days since it's gone on where it's like it my just mom, gets worse. It gets yes, worse. My worse. mom and I were watching live because we love oh, the Oscars. You? And yeah. so we were like, I was laying on her bed and we were watching and we were both like, well, I mean, like everybody else, when it initially first started happening, you're like, okay, this is a bit like, oh, had to course. be. Yeah. Oh, yeah like those two guys, like, of course this is planned. Yeah. You're and like, then, obviously, but then like they, you know, on the U S apparently in the U S we're the only ones who bleep this stuff out because every other country that got this stream, got the complete unedited version. Of course, but It just goes silent. 
but they, they didn't cut the video feed. And so we were laying there watching all this and we're like, what's going on? And then I think that's what made most people like you confused as it to, if it was a bit or not, because you yeah. couldn't hear. Well then, but as soon, I mean, I, like, we were like, that was real mm-hmm. only based off Chris rock. Cause then he had to go on and continue to pr- present, um, the nominees for best documentary. Yeah. And the way he acted, you were like, he was clearly shaken. Like he, he was like, he couldn't get his, get his words together. He was like, yeah. like we're going to give Whoa. away. He said, we're going to just... give away a documentary. And he was like, I mean, well, let's just do the nominees. And yeah. Like, and um, I mean, I'm, and we just sat there and we're like, what just happened? And then I immediately, of course was like, mom, we got to look this up. And then the like, almost instantaneously people who saw it in other countries were putting it on the internet. And we were yeah. like, what? Yeah. That's how I first saw it. Cause I wasn't watching live. I was like in bed, I think about to go to sleep. Um, and uh, the first thing I saw was I opened Twitter apparently right around the same time. And everybody was tweeting. Was that real? Oh my gosh. Did Will Smith just hit? And I was like, wait, what? Well, then it was within minutes. I saw the Japanese telecast of it that someone had yeah. posted. And yeah, I mean, you could just hear Will screaming full out. And I was like, I watched it like 25 times because I could not believe it. And then poor Chris Rock, so I mean, uncomfortable. it's like he almost thought it was a bit too at first. Right. But then when Will sat back down and started screaming, it's like you could see Chris change. Like, oh, yeah. no, he's big mad. <laughs> like, what? Uh, and I looked but, to the left. I'm like, who was he looking at to the side? Clearly looking for, like, some direction of, like, what am I supposed to do now? Right. I yeah. mean, huge props to him. Like, oh, yeah. I cannot, I, he'd, he could have had a thousand different reactions. And I would say <laughs> he handled it as close to perfect as you can. Like, in that situation, he mm-hmm. could have, I mean, he could have yelled back. He could have said, you know. He just kind of like took it and yeah. just kept I mean, going. And I, well, yeah. I mean, he could have, he could have yeah, made, exactly right. he could have made more jokes of it. He could have mm-hmm. made more jokes of Will, more jokes of Jada. He could have jabbed their uh, weird relationship and he didn't. So. Yeah, he could have. I think, well, here's what I said on our TV show the other day. <laughs> and I still think it's truly what happened. The way Chris Rock handled it, Chris Rock remembered where he was. Will right. Smith forgot where he was. It's like, SOS, like that's the difference. I'm out of body. I, yeah. It's just so weird to me because Will Smith, he was obviously laughing when the joke got. Started. Yes, he yes. was laughing. I'm like, did Jada kick him or say their code word for when, hey, well, this is you, too much? I don't know. You see that clip. So Chris Rock says the joke and then it cuts to Will and he's like, ha ha. And then in that same thing, there's Jada, but she, she almost does. It's not like a full blown, like she rolled her like eyes. Full yeah. blown eye roll. It's, it's almost one of those. I mean, my initial thoughts when I first watched the eye roll was like, oh, that's a very rehearsed eye roll. Like mm-hmm. that's how it looked to me. Like it was a very much like, a, oh, you knew that joke was coming and you knew you were going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. to me that's how it looked like it was yeah I don't I don't know how to explain it but it was very much just like a like I don't even think it was even that much it was just like a it was kind of like she was expecting it like this same old like, joke it again like, it was more like at this mm-hmm. than anything and but then yeah. he so then Will looks at her and sees that and then freaks and then like walks up on stage I don't know I mean at what point like did he not like come to like it's like he was in like some kind of fugue where he's like he's walking up on stage hitting someone 
walking back and then screaming multiple times, like snap out of it. Will it yeah. wasn't that big of a deal. And like, I mean, I, no one, I don't think anyone in these conversations has ever wanted to lessen the seriousness of alopecia or losing your hair or being no, no, no. or the trauma around that. That yes. is a real thing for sure. But we're talking about a, a joke like at an award show blown <laughs> out of proportion reaction over something that honestly, in comparison to like someone I was listening to the radio and they were playing all the times at the Golden Globes and Ricky Gervais has gone after people and said way worse. And everybody's just laughing. Yeah. yeah. Even if later they're all like, what a dick he is. Like, no one's going to go up there unless he like, I, I, yeah, it's like if Ricky Gervais doesn't get punched, nobody's getting punched, guys. Come on. You cannot relax walk up on a stage and assault someone. I'm you can't. Sorry. You can't. No, under any. I don't know how any there is. There is no way to justify it under any means. No, and it doesn't mean Will Smith is a 100% bad person. It right. doesn't mean that he didn't deserve his I mean, award that he got. Should he have been allowed to stay? No, not in my opinion. Should he have faced serious consequences for physically assaulting another person? Um, yes. I, you know, it's just like, it was, a but it's just like he, some, I don't know what's going on with him, but I'm like, honey, this was not okay. There's, there's been so much speculation, like about, you know, cause his, and cause his acceptance speech was to me, it was odd, but like, I really hated a lot of the things he said. Oh, me I too. Hate, I hated the way he was talking about, he got Serena to protect her, women. how her sister feels yeah, about like I agree. him basically being like, oh, thank you so much. I just asked like their father, like, and then you showed, I think they showed, I think it was Serena where she was like, yeah, she, she everybody was like, so uncomfortable, kinda, like dipped her head down, like shook her head and was like, God damn it. Like, yeah, like she looked like in the middle of the speech, at least from the clip that I saw. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sure- the speech rubbed me so wrong because I turned it on after that, after it happened, I actually started watching it and the speech. And I saw someone tweeted, I can't remember who it was on Twitter. And it was like, this speech is so problematic using because he said the word love a lot like i'm trying makes, to he said love makes you do crazy things and that's like a classic oh, yeah, you're, abuse you're being a that that's exactly asshole. what the tweet said it was like a psychologist and she was like um be careful following along with will's narrative love has been used as an excuse to justify abuse especially domestic abuse for all of time and so be careful before that you believe his narrative of saying like love made me do it it's mm-hmm. like love is not an excuse for physical violence well, to and I really anyone just- I didn't like the way even like I think aside from the slap and all of that saying how he got he was so glad he got to protect all these actresses he worked with and I just wanted to be like how did you protect them and did they need your protection like yeah I I don't understand I didn't understand I'm sure I'm sure what happened is like it was a foregone conclusion essentially like everybody knew he was gonna win it was gonna be Will Smith's night he I'm sure he had a very well thought out speech. Then mm-hmm. this happened. His publicist was there and was seen like cuddling with him. So they yeah. were probably trying to figure out a way to address what had happened while still parlaying it into a speech that resembled somewhat the original one. Yeah. And what we got was a person who was going through it in real time on live TV on like the biggest possible stage for their yeah. career. 
And it was uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. Oh. And they just let him keep going. Cause they, I think you had to, cause it was like, where are you going with this man? Yeah. It just yeah. kept going. And I was just like, I need him to leave. Yeah. Like, I was like, I've been a Will Smith fan for a long time. Everybody has. And that's why I think this was so shocking. It was just so like an out of body experience. It seemed like for him. And then for all of us watching at home or in the audience or anything, I think everybody was just like, well, and then when, then the speech, the speech, I just was like, get him off the stage, get him yeah. off the stage. This well, man has, okay, this so man I'm, clearly is realizing, oh, I've effed up in a huge way. I'm trying to cover for it. It's not covering it. I'm not really addressing it. I'm sort of addressing. It was just like, I was like, this needs to be over. He should have been made to leave immediately. If that had been anyone else, imagine if a random crowd member had run up there, like one of those seat fillers, they would have been arrested immediately. Why did, did Will Smith not imagine? get at okay. least detained or did just you- taken out? Yeah, could you imagine you're in Kroger, you're in the self-checkout lane, you're just minding your own beeswax. Next thing you know, you look over and someone else slaps a shit out of someone else. Are, are you fucking kidding me? That person that slapped it, that slapped the other person would immediately be arrested, immediately put in handcuffs and escorted out and be like, there's like every other instance where this slap would have happened, that person that did the slap would have been immediately arrested. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's just no way. I yeah. mean, it's actually psychotic to me that will, listen, I get it, you know, to the industry, to some, to a little bit of a degree, he is iconic. I do understand he does have a large presence, but it's like, does he have that big of a presence where you're, where he's allowed to go on stage and legit slap the shit out of the host? Oh, because he didn't like a joke. And then he's going to walk off and then just allow to sit in the crowd again. I mean, there's no fucking way that that would ever exist. We're going to have to put an explicit warning on this episode. We are. I was like, Jacqueline's going in everyone. Jacqueline's going in. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, everyone else who would ever do that, there's just, no one under and under the law that would ever be allowed to ever happen. And then people were like, Oh, well, Chris Rock chose to not like press charges. And it's like, well, it's like, and that's fine. That's his, that's his choice. Is that really his choice? Because it was broadcasted on live TV. Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone that was like, even if, because there are people, I think that if they believe Chris Rock knew in advance, which I don't, as far as I have seen, I haven't seen anything that's been posted that said Chris Rock knew definitively about Jada's alopecia. Like if he did like, yeah, what, you know, that joke would be like, whoa, bro. Like, come on. She can't help it. It's a true health condition like them. But it's like, I, as of this taping have not seen that, but I'm like, so, but even outside of that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know about it either, which I'm like, a lot of people talk about how heartbreaking that condition is and horrific it is. And yes, absolutely. We're not discounting that condition or its effects on you physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever, like God bless you for sure. But it's like, I just can't, it's the school, the people that have come out and supported Will and say like, yeah, he should have done that. Like he was defending his family. It's like, even if you believe you have the moral right Let's say someone hurts your family member, does something that really hurts them. Just because you think you morally have the right does not mean you have the legal right to assault that person. 
even if everybody was like, yes, what he said was terrible. I would still not be, I would still say not okay for him to have hit him. It's like, even if we all are like morally, yes, he crossed a line. It's like, you don't need to cross another line and physically, physically inflict pain and damage to another human being. I just, it's just like, no, 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 no. I just got to say as a, if you are the subject of a joke at an award show and you so feel like you have to walk on stage and slap the shit out of someone for making fun of you or your spouse because (laughs) of the joke. Like you maybe should not attend said award show. Yeah. I mean, you have to know what's going to happen. You're sat right there in the front of this Exactly. And it's like this, this award show that Will and Jada went to, this was not their first award show. This was their several of, this was many award shows they've been to. Will was nominated. They sat in the front. I mean, like they were- You know it's coming. You know it's coming. They were, the two of those idiots were making TikToks saying, oh yeah, we're here to stir shit up, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay. And then you're going to like sit up in the front row and then be upset when Chris Rock like makes a joke about your, your like bald head. It's like, yeah, you know what? Honestly, like you're the alopecia, like that is so sad. And that's, that's horrible. And that sucks. But at the same time, like, shouldn't you, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't I'm know. in agreement. I and say, I think, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, I think that it could have been handled differently. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, they could have been like, ha ha, like, that's really funny. And then maybe later they could, they could have said, Hey, you know, the reason why she shaved her head was because of this and then made like more of a big deal out of it. But at the, at the end of the day, like it is what it is and mm-hmm. what's done is done. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's just really weird. And it's just I, crazy. I, I and 100% then, on Chris Rock's side. Like I could not be more on his side. And I think most people are. And it's, it, this doesn't mean that we think Will Smith is above grace or doesn't deserve to be forgiven for this, albeit pretty massive mess up. But it's like, you know, if you're a fan of Will Smith, like I said, I have been, and I think most people have been for a very long time. It's like, that's why this was so shocking and hurtful for so many reasons. And I just like, I do have, I feel like some compassion towards him in the way of like, dude, like you see how bad this was, right? Like, you know, like, and I feel, I'm like, he has to be hating himself. And I'm like, he's not above forgiveness. He's not above grace. Like, yeah, clearly something's going on with him inside that led him to do this, that just crossed a line that I think most people have and the law has. What I think is so funny is like, you know, it's like, Ooh, the two of them, you know, Jada is sleeping with like their stepson's best friend, August and they have this whole relationship and then that gets blown out on social media. They go on her Facebook show. They talk about it, say they have an open relationship and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then it's like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like a lot of their, uh, they share a lot of things about their relationship And then they just expect people to not make fun of them. I mean, that's been the bulk of jokes I've seen on Twitter, people comparing what 
has been said about their because they both have been wildly open in the last couple of years about yes, their relationship. Say less. I mean, like they yes, say less. I like mean, we don't Will, need to know. Exactly. And Will literally and okay, so on top of Jada sleeping with their stepson's like best friend August. So that's the name of the guy. Like if you've seen him on social media, whatever. But mm-hmm. um in the same thing, they went on Jada's like uh show, the red table talk, and they were talking yeah. about her. Um, and they called this relationship um between Jada and August a, a quote unquote entanglement. Oh yeah. And then oh, yeah. um and then Will and Will and then they said they had an open relationship. And then Will said that when he would try to I don't know if I can say this. Oh, Will no. said, Will said that when he tried to sleep with other people, he got so nervous and he threw up. Okay. Oh, oh, hmm. Mm. You know, and but honestly, one of the things that makes me so sad, like I do feel I feel bad. <laughs> it is too much. I feel bad for everyone involved, but like literally, I feel bad for Will because this could have been like the biggest night of his already decades long career and was supposed to be and well-deserved, you know, he's been a star for decades and And hasn't won an Oscar. This has always been his end goal. Like he's always wanted to win the Oscar. Yes. And And then minutes minutes before what was going to be the culmination of his career and was well-deserved and all of your fellow stars that love you. He's like so beloved. It was going to be huge. But then all the other nominees and winners that it's like no one is talking about Jessica Chastain winning and looking no. like an or, actual goddess, you know, or Coda. Or, or Coda. Fact, yes. Or yeah. one, so here in Dallas, right after the Oscars ended, it went straight into the local news and they had their main anchors working that Sunday night and they kind of had like a little Oscars themed set. It was really kind of neat. Cool. And the main anchor here is a black man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was mad. They came to him and he was like, you know, I am just so upset. I mean, they talked, it was the lead story. It was, of course, and they did an amazing job talking about it and getting into it. And he was saying, and I didn't realize this beforehand, but I guess for the first time ever, the production crew, like the director and the producer of this telecast were, uh, it was an all black production staff. Wow. And that was going to be like this huge celebratory thing and instead what everyone's talking about is one black man assaulting another black man and he was like I just can't believe that's going to be the headline instead instead of this moment to celebrate this is going to be talked about because I mean how could it not be but it's just yeah it's sad I mean it's sad because the only thing that keeps us from being from like you know complete chaos to civilized people is decorum and yeah. mm-hmm. following a code, a commonly agreed upon set of standards. And like, so when we are in a formal gathering, we agree it's a, it's a tacit agreement mm-hmm. that we're all acting in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think one of the most upsetting things for everyone is like, it broke the way that we know things to be and the way yeah. things should be if we are civilized, good natured, want the best for each other people. I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's one of the most bizarre things. And I really am surprised at how affected 
I think we all are by it because of Mm -hmm. everything we've been through. (laughs) Well, I think what makes for some reason, this has really stuck. Like if you would have asked me that night, I'd be like, well, probably by Tuesday we'll be over it. But I feel like here we are on Wednesday and it's almost like as big a deal as ever because we're still like coming to terms with it. And more and more is coming out about it and it just keeps getting worse. (laughs) And it's like, oh, but I agree with you. It's just, it's, I think the feeling of once we all a realized it wasn't a bit and then B realized, Oh, this is real. And then it was just, I think you're right. It almost felt like time stopped. Cause it was like, no, this isn't allowed to happen. Right. Like, what do you, what? Like, it's true. That's the Chris rocks shock was all of our shock. Cause I think you're exactly right. It's like, we all agree. Like, Whoa, that doesn't what yeah. Yeah. we don't do that in any environment. Hopefully. I mean, obviously, uh, but in that specific environment, it's like, yo, we're all pretending to be classy. All of us are like, it's, we're all pretending like we have on our best clothes. Yeah. Like we look nice. (laughs) Don't ruin this. So the statement from the Academy was that, oh yeah, things unfolded in a way we could not have anticipated while we would like to clarify that Mr. Smith was asked to leave the ceremony and refused. We also recognize we could have handled the situation differently. The Academy's standards of conduct, including inappropriate physical contact, abusive or threatening behavior and compromising the integrity of the Academy. Oh, I think I read only part of it. Um, but anyway, Will's being given at least 15 days notice of a vote regarding his actions and the opportunity to provide a written response to defend himself and have a chance to be heard before a final decision is made. The meeting is currently scheduled for April 18th. So he can be, um, like penalized. He could be, uh, kicked out of the Academy. I don't really know what the ramifications are of Mm -hmm. these types of things. Like what that means, like, would he never be able to go to an Oscars again or get nominated? I don't know, but I mean, that would be interesting career, I think, but yeah, I feel like I don't. Okay. So I think that he, he should be at this point. Like, you know, he won the Oscar for the best actor, whatever. He deserves it. But at this point, it's like he should not have been allowed to even one be in the same room, two to go to any of the fucking any, any of the post parties. Did he go? Like, yes. yes. There's like there was rumors. Saying I didn't think him. he even went. No, he was what? allowed to go. He, he and his whole him, family. Oh yeah, him, his whole, his whole family. Jada went, and apparently, like, there's all these rumors on. Okay, so it's just on Dumois. So who really knows? But it was on Dumois that the two of them, them being Will and um, Chris Rock, made up, and they're all good. Blah blah blah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I I think it's psychotic. Um, don't hit anybody guys. Don't do it. Okay. Unless it's self-defense, then you get in there and you start busting. Okay. Get in there. I feel like, I feel like this is Will's, um, like cry for help of like, I need out of this relationship. (laughs) Because I mean, their relationship seems, I mean, and they've been pretty open about it. So I feel like it's fair game, Um, but it just seems not great. 
I don't know. It's definitely not your traditional relationship. Yeah. Um, The way they pass it off is it's what works for them. And so what are we, what else are we to believe? Who knows? I mean, we know they're going to be talking about it on red table talk. I bet we also get, I bet we need our girl, Oprah. We need Oprah coming in. We need the interview. Yeah, we need it. And I'm sure this will be something we will, this moment will be talked about for the rest of our lives. Oh, forever. About forever. history, TV history, big moments. No one will ever be able to think of the Oscars again without remembering the time that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage. I mean, and the I mean, fact that- wild. I think the another headline that could last is the hilarity of the fact that it was a slap. I know. Instead slap. of a punch, like the slap was I mean, kind of like, not, I'd, not ra- as a, I'd rather, I can't speak for what I assume men feel, but I mean, a, I don't know. I guess I just feel like I'd rather, if I was a man, I'd rather be punched than just bitch slap. Well, yeah, I was going to say none of us are talking, not enough people are talking about the choice of just it being an open hand slap. But man, what a hell of a slap it was. No, it came from I mean, back in the back 40. It was ready to go. Yeah, I was he like, reared back and went for it. And Chris didn't even grab his face. And you know, I saw I saw a tweet that said, props to Chris Rock for keeping on going, but especially because you know his face was stinging like fresh Applebee's fajitas. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. You know where um, they have the sizzling skillets? And oh, I'm like, you know, you know, like, oh gosh. Oh, there's nothing like it. Ish, yeah. So anyway. In conclusion, prayers for all involved. Um, we're, we were all freaking out like you guys at home. Let us know your thoughts. Anything we haven't covered about it. I feel like we were in on it and I feel better. We okay. needed our thoughts hard. Just don't be slapping. Okay. Okay. Wait. Hashtag don't say, be slapping. Can I say one more thing about Will and Jada? Yes. Okay. Cause I really need to get this off my chest. Um, they're Scientologists. So let's just get that out of the open. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What? Uh, did, what, okay that's it that's all okay okay I mean, it's like well <laughs> i think they, that, just, that just says a lot about their um like choices uh-huh. and their, you know i mean they're definitely oh, not living a mainstream lifestyle that is for sure yeah i mean yeah it's yeah Does the, the scientology yeah. excuse the slapping no <laughs> so religious I, freedom that's the beauty of america you do what you want to do you, you do guys, that voodoo that you do but they're so involved in um scientology that they literally started their own scientology school okay what yes looks like i mean this is this is going. not just like a just light scientology scientology well that's what i told my mom because it was um it was a. Uh, John Travolta, who was up there presenting, he was, they did the Pulp Fiction tribute and they, I think that's who presented best actor. I, all I remember is it was oh, John, God. It John was Travolta and Will Smith at one point together. And I said, Ooh, mom, there, I said something about Scientology. And my mom was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know it's such a downer. Cause it's just like, you know, oh, she goes, Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Scientology. It's just like, Unlike any religion, you know, there are problems. Um, but Scientology lately, it's just there seems Very it's highly problematic. problematic. Yeah, in Very a lot of ways. Shelly Miskovich. Yes, yes. A lot where of is uh, ex-members have yeah, where the heck is she? Produce her the body. Le- the leader of the church's wife has been missing for years. And well, then they say she's fine. 
Yeah. She's you know what? We've no, never seen it, her. Don't make it start an investigation. Um, because um, we won't. guys, and I didn't want to say anything, but um, guys, our guest tonight is Leah Remini. Uh, Leah, thank you for being with us. <laughs> we love her. Oh, we yeah, love her. Welcome. We love her. Um, Which, after- guys, if you don't follow her on Instagram, she's actually hilarious. Did you see the Instagram she posted, or maybe it was on her TikTok, where she's roasting? She and Jennifer Lopez are best friends, and she roasts that Jennifer Lopez looks like a goddess all the time. She said. This girl invites me to the pool. Here's how I look. She has on like a ball cap, a t-shirt. And then she turns to JLo. JLo has on $40 million worth of jewelry, like a designer swimsuit and a headscarf. And it looks like, I mean, and, and Leah Remini goes, can you just be ugly one time? Like one time. And it's just, they seem to have a hilarious friendship. But anyway, if you guys have any questions about Scientology, just um, look into some things that Leah Remini has done. She's an ex-Scientologist and her along with many um, celebrities her, and regular she- people. Are speaking her, out on it. Is she the one that has the Scientology show that's on yes. Netflix? She does have a show. I can't remember what it's on, if it's on cable or on okay. a streaming I'm, service. I'm but. super into Scientology and the people that are against it. So I wish I'll check it out. Did you watch Going Clear on HBO? No. No. Should I? That, yeah, that, that was a documentary. It's from several years ago. I it was when I was in Oklahoma still. Going clear. I thought yeah. it was about that extra lane at TSA. Yeah, the clear. clear going clear. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I always wonder what is that about? It's where they use your eyes as your identification. Clear. Yeah. I, I'll catch yeah. you guys in the clear line. Meanwhile, I'm in regular TSA taking my shoes and my belt off. Yeah. Scan my retinas. I don't care. You already know everything about me anyway. If I don't have I know. a line, let's do I'm it. like, I, last time <laughs> I flew, it was for work and it was Lee and I and a couple other people. And we, we, it was like that time TSA, you know, it's like in big airports, you know, they'll have the, those like what are they called? like those retractable line separation things? Yeah. So if, t- if the line has to go around, but they occasionally change them, if there's not too many people, well, they hadn't changed them. So I'm not talking, I'm saying it was like a 20 minute walk from the beginning of the security oh, line no. to the front. And we were the only people in line because they hadn't changed yeah. the barriers. So it's, it's like a joke. Like I was you like, are we in so a fun stupid. house? Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm like, but I don't want to break <laughs> the rules. So then one girl in front of us just starts going under the barriers and I'm nothing if not a follower. So I was like, I don't know her, but I'm doing it. We all go under them. And right as we get to where they check our IDs, a TSA agent spots us and she is not down with the bullshit. She starts screaming at us and was like, don't cut line. And then for some reason, she thought I wasn't with Lee or anybody from the channel where we work that were also with me. And she just looks at me and was like, ma'am, you're fine. And then points to Lee and everyone else behind us who I'm obviously with. And it's like, you people go back to the beginning. You need to. And I just turned around and looked at them like, those people are gross. Like, I don't even know. I would never, that was not me. I did not. (laughs) And they all look at me like they look, yeah, I look straight ahead. Like I don't, Never, and they all looked at me like, wow, you traitor. And I was like, there was a split second where I was like, they're so going to be like, we know her, <laughs> but they weren't. And so God bless them. Not hilarious. God bless them. That is but so yeah. funny. Panic at the airport. I'll tell you what. I almost got kicked out of an airport in college because I was, I'd never missed a flight before. And I think I've told this story before. Mm-hmm. And I'd woken up late for my flight home. And I had spent money. I didn't have to go home. I hadn't been home in so long. Um, the whole trip to the airport was a disaster. I got, we got in a wreck. It was, I, I, I could tell you a lot of things, but I was, it was like just like having, a comedy of errors. Yeah. I was having like a meltdown in the airport when I realized I wasn't going to make my flight. And I didn't know what happened when you missed a flight. I yeah. thought I was going to have to buy a whole other ticket. And I was like, I don't have that money. And I accidentally in like my like tired broke stupor 
wandered into a restricted area. Oh dear. And, and they're like, ma'am, ma'am, if you do not get out of here right now, we will have to escort you out. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. And then they took, they took pity on me. I was like, I just, I don't know what to do. <laughs> they're like, she's not a terrorist. She's a psychopath. Get her yeah, out of here like, either oh way. God, get her That's me too. Me. I instantly, A is a defense mechanism, but B because authority strikes such deep fear in me. I instantly will start crying if I get questioned in any way. Like, I'm just like, I'm sorry, you're right. I I just start, I don't even know what I start doing. I'll just say anything to get out of it. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're right. It's on me. Yeah. Airports are a, are, are a different kind of place. That's for really sure. Are. Also don't a place where line. you don't, don't, and don't walk up and slap anybody at the airport. It won't go well, well there. I can guys about guarantee. I can guarantee you. Guarantee. Okay. You guys should asked shift, us. Yeah. Should we shift into our beverages? Guys, our beverage talk? Are we ready to talk about seltzers? Yes. But I, I'm going to go get a little more um, water really quick. So talk okay, about All right. Thank God. Now that she's gone. My All top right, now 10 we can least, really start the podcast. Yeah. My top 10 least favorite things about Claire. One, One she moved to Texas. Annoying. Two, she is annoying. Three, <laughs> her cat is in Texas as well. Her cat's in Texas as well. And we can't go over there and he'll just stare at us anymore. Number four, she got highlights. She's not a purist anymore. Yeah. Says me and Jacqueline, who've been coloring our hair since pu- since pre-puberty. <laughs> Literally since like I was fucking 15. <laughs> yeah, same. Like I, my mom let me get highlights in sixth grade and I've never gone back. Yeah. My mom was like, absolutely not. My stepmom was like a, like a hairstylist. So I just was able to do whatever I wanted with my hair. So. I love it. Did When you went home after the first time you um, colored it, was your mom like death to you and your stepmother? <laughs> Um, okay. Well, the funny thing is, it's like the, the second I turned 16, my mom was like, you can color your hair, but you just like, she, her whole thing was like, your stepmom can't color it. Oh, we're talking about coloring our hair for the first time, Claire, because, um, welcome back. We love you. And we did not say anything seriously <laughs> mean or fake mean about you while you were gone. So anyway, uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that sounds like something a guilty person would say. No, I'm going to slap you. Do not, honest. do not cross me in any way. Okay. I like <laughs> do your not. Thank oh, you. straw. I thought you said bra. And I was like, okay, she's wearing a full blown shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing my work clothes. I'm wearing my work clothes. I'm dressed up. I'm a respectable professional. Mm, you so- really are now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So someone asked us, I wish I, I can't remember where the message is, but one of you, and you'll know who you are, messaged us on the A Block, one of our social media channels a few weeks ago and asked us to give our review of our favorite um, seltzers, soda waters, yeah. sparkling waters, whatever what have you. Yes. And so we have been compiling those. And so we were like, what a great idea because each week, at least for the first several weeks, we would just all be drinking sparkling waters and we need to say what flavors we were um, sipping on. So one of you suggested, tell us your favorite or non-favorite, you know, store-bought sparkling waters. Um, Cause if you're a soda streamer out there, I'm still on the fence about it. I don't have one, but I've thought about it like 10 times, but I just no. don't know. No, way. it's My just easier to buy it. Has not enough yeah. carbonation does he love it? He does. Oh, really? Okay. Well, James likes his James fan of the podcast. We're all fans of James report back. Okay. So I guess we were going to do, I think what we decided was we're each going to give our top five store-bought 
sparkling waters, be it flavor, brand, whatever, just our list of absolute top five. The, you know, this could be most frequently bought, or even if we only buy it a little bit, but it's our favorite. Yes. We're just going to do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so how should we do it? Should we do one of us goes one, two, three, four, five, or we all just go five, four and go around in a circle. Until okay. So I think, I think we should each go, but I think we should each go from bottom to top. Okay, okay. cool. All right. All right. Are we doing alcoholic and non-alcoholic or just non-alcoholic? You know what? Someone suggested doing alcoholic as well. And I think we should just throw in a, like, if you're, I think we should throw in some alcoholic in there. Okay. Cool. That sounds good. Okay. Who wants to go first? Okay. I'll, I'll throw out a number five. I'm going to start with just my non-alcoholic list. Yes. I'm, I'm starting with non-alcoholic as well. Okay. Lately. Yes. Yes. Lately I, and in the last several years, I pretty much exclusively buy Kroger brand, which is a grocery store. I don't know where everyone's listening from, but it's a grocery store where we are in Lexington, Kentucky and their Kroger brand seltzer. I love the mm-hmm. a very few flavors of those I hate, but that's what's in my fridge 99% of the time. Sometimes it's, it's so good. Like it's the perfect amount of suds, not suds, sparkles. Um, yeah. no like carbonation. It'll be a little soapy, a little soapy. I like to put a little squeeze of dial <laughs> in mine. Then you shake it up. It's good for you and the ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like, um, bubbles, I guess, you know, cause sometimes I'll crack open a sparkling water. You take one sip of it and you're belching like a truck driver for the night. Cause it's too That's much carbonation. Yes. I me hate too. It, but yes. Yeah. The other day at work, we did the TikTok challenge. We try to drink a 20 ounce Sprite without burping. I was the first person out. Um, and I let out a shameful burp. It was from my diaphragm. Um, anyway, so for me, most of mine, because of the frequency in which I drink them, and also I do love them are going to be Kroger brands. I'm sorry if you don't have a Kroger where you are listening, but this is my top five. Okay. 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 Number five for me is Kroger brand Mandarin orange sparkling water. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I can only drink about a case like a month, maybe because I can't drink it too often, but I do enjoy it. Like it's so refreshing when I get done with a workout to grab it, pop one open, guzzle it down. So number five for me, Kroger brand Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is so good. Um, okay. I, um, I've been doing some research over these uh, past couple weeks. Research. Yes. Research. And, um, I'm a big Kroger brand seltzer as well, but I haven't been drinking that here as much because we do have Kroger, but it's not really as close by as it used to be one in Kentucky. So Kroger brand, in fact, did not make my list at all. That's okay. I want to preface by saying Kroger brand is good. So then I've been doing my research and I've been trying some different things, revisiting some old favorites. And number five is an old favorite that I have revisited and it is polar brand (gasps) and it's love orange orange vanilla flavor, orange vanilla, orange vanilla. Holy shit. That sounds so so good. good. Claire, it's on my list. I won't tell you what number it is, but that exact flavor is on my list. (laughs) Yes. It's so good. And it's like an orange dream sickle. It's so good. And I it's, I'm only putting it at number five just because it hasn't been as in the mix as others, but it is an elite flavor. It's mm. delicious, a great amount of uh, bubbles to it. Mm-hmm. And the, fl- I mean, the flavor is delicious. It's mm-hmm. high quality. Polar brand in general is pretty good, 
Um, but orange vanilla, I love so Ooh, good. And in orange fact, vanilla. it's what I'm drinking right now. Yeah, Jacqueline, if you've never had it, you've got to get it. It is the first time I had it was on vacation with my family and my mom brought a case of it to the beach house. And I think I drank like 11 of the 12 because um, once I, I couldn't stop, it's so delicious. It's delicious. It's great. And it's unique. Yeah, I feel like no one. No I haven't one seen that flavor yeah. in any other brand. Me either. Yeah. All right, Jacqueline. Um, okay. So I will say, so the bottom of uh, my favorites <clears throat> um, is, uh, yeah, not going to lie. It's an alcoholic one. Um, it's high noon. The, oh, uh, the flavors- we're, do- we're doing, we're doing non-alcoholic first. You've kind of ruined everything. This is now an ASMR shame podcast. Are we just doing, is that what we're doing? Yeah, it is. We were going to do non-alcoholic. And I thought we were mixing it. We want to give alcoholic ones their own special round table. Let's do non, if you can. Yes. Yes. Well, all right. Well, uh, we'll keep going. We'll come back to you if you need a second to redo. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay. So, um, Haley speaking on your, uh, Kroger, oh, yeah. um, brand, of uh, the seltzer waters. Mm-hmm. I love this Kroger brand of the seltzer lemon lime. Oh, so good. So good. So good. It's like, I can't decide if I want to put lemon in my water or lime. And I just do that. And it is so great put on a big cup of ice water and it is fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's, a, it's so it's good by itself. It just goes with everything. It's one that you can yeah. use as a mixer for if you are making an adult beverage or, or if you're making a non-alcoholic, but fun beverage. Like I like to do like a lemon lime and then pair with like some cranberry juice or something sometimes just a little splash, but it's good on its own too. So good. Okay. Um, number four for me is actually, and I'm so glad you said that, but number four for me is Kroger brand lemon, plain lemon. I drink it the most, yeah. um, like the most it's cause that I drink your, it. That is your classic. That is, yeah. It's just like a classic. I buy two cases of that probably like every week. Cause I love oh it my so God, much. That is my favorite. I legit, like you said, Haley, I probably have two or three cases like in my apartment. <laughs> I know. I keep. I. I have like weekly. <laughs> so paranoid about I running ever out. I drink flat water now. Now it's just constantly carbonated. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like my esophagus is probably like give it a rest. Ever heard of flat water? What's wrong with well, you? Also, Haley, from going to lunch with you lately for work. Oh yeah. Like, oh, can I have a soda water with a lime or a lemon? And I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, that's kind of weird. And lately, I'm like. Oh yeah. That sounds really refreshing. It is. Cause I didn't think about it for the longest time, but if you were at a restaurant that has a bar, they have soda water in the gun right there <laughs> right. that they make cocktails with. And someone told me that probably five years ago once. And now if I'm at a restaurant that has a bar, cause they'll just bring you a glass of that with a lime and then you just squeeze it in yourself. Guys, sometimes then you, right, then you got it. Sometimes they won't charge you for it. They'll just treat it like a water. Some restaurants though, I found will charge you as if you got a soft drink. Cause again, you are using their carbonation. So but anyway, yeah, I do soda water with lime at most restaurants. I did that recently because, you know, I've been on my journey of oh. no, no enjoyment in this life, essentially. Right. Um, <laughs> She's on no sugar, I, everyone. <laughs> yeah. But I met a girl for a glass of wine and I got, um, I just did soda water and lime. And honestly, I 
was like very pleased. I, I was not like, yeah, I didn't feel deprived. No. Yeah. It felt special and it was tasty and it, it was free. (laughs) Oh, see, good. That's the best. I never know when I get the bill, if they're going to have charged me or not. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, I'm a I love that. date. Yeah. Especially if you're drinking it out of like a wine glass, it makes me feel like I'm having a glass of champagne. Yeah. Um, I mean, people can't question it. They don't know. Everybody's got their personal lives to, to manage. So don't be asking and questioning my beverage choices when I come into your establishment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So what was your number? Claire, what's your number four? My number four is a one that a brand that I've had, I've discovered since I've been here. I talked about it last week or the week before. Um, it's called the brand is Nixie N I X I E. And I really like their seltzers. They've got really good flavors and it's a watermelon mint flavor. It's yummy. Watermelon mint sounds amazing. Yeah. It's really good. And they make a ginger lime too, that I've had, um, my brother shared with me. But the watermelon mint, I'm not a huge watermelon person always, but it's yeah. just, it's just high quality flavor. So I love it. That sounds really good. I need and to, I, I don't, I've never seen that brand here, but when I force myself upon you in Texas and show up for an unplanned visit, I'll need you to have that fully stocked. Okay. Nixie, sell it at Tom Thumb. Which sounds like a fantasy land, you know, and that's why I want to be there. Cause I'm like, Tom Thumb sounds like it's out of a children's book. Tom it's, Thumb. It's so silly. I don't know. I love it. I, love I know it. it is. I've heard of, of those... Tom Thumb before. I've never been to one. Um, it never was strange to me as a child. Cause mm-hmm. we just had Tom Thumb and then got as Tom I Thumb. got older and moved away. I was like having a grocery store called Tom Thumb is weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're like, Hmm, now that I'm removed, um, what's <laughs> that about? What was going on? Yeah. Jacqueline, what's your number four? Um, okay. So this is unoriginal, but I would say specifically the Kroger brand of the lemon. Yes. Same. See, love it. It is some of these we're going to have crossover. The three of us have compared notes on this topic about a million times. So you're going to see some crossover because we've all taken each other's recommendations. But yeah. And I definitely, I've gotten, um, not only the lemon, but also the lemon lime recommendation from Haley directly. So, and, um, she has also gotten our entire office hooked on carbonated water. Yes. My whole office, when we first started two years ago and we launched the show and moved into our office space, I, we have a little fridge in there. And so Lee loves L8, which is a Kentucky founded ginger soda. Um, and so he always has that in the fridge and then I always have to have sparkling water. So when we first stocked those, all of our staff was like, Ooh, can we get like Coke, Dr. Pepper? And we were like, yeah, if you buy it, you can put it in there. No, I think a, it was cause it was free and B we finally made them try L8 and soda water. Now they drink it as much, if not more than we do. So like they're, yeah. So I'm like, ha ha, got them all addicted to it. Um, my number three is sometimes when I'm really thirsty, I want a plain sparkling water. Yeah. Like, you, you drink plain. I like plain sometimes. And I think it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I just want the carbonation and I don't really want to focus on the flavor. And it's something if I want to drink a lot of it. So yes. what I'm drinking tonight, actually, I've drank two cans while we've been taping is the Kroger brand plain and I actually enjoy it quite a lot, but my favorite plain, it's the one that I will buy. That is the most pricey is I will buy plain Perrier. I don't do it a lot, but Pellegrino or Perrier, I'll do either one, but something about the Perrier glass bottles. I really my like my brother swears by that one too. It's so good. It's like the OG. My mom says when she was pregnant with me to try to kick her diet Coke habit, she was like, 
it's no wonder you love sparkling water. She said, cause I drank it. She was like, it was kind of new then back in yeah. the eighties or it was more, it was new to being in vogue. She was like, but I would drink it constantly. And she said she would did Perrier or Pellegrino like all the time. And so I'm like, no wonder I'm obsessed. So anyway, so I, you know, if you love a plain sparkling water and you don't want to mess with the flavors, do it. I do it all the time. I love it. It's so refreshing. Yeah, it is refreshing. It is refreshing. Um, my number three is my new mainstay here, which is the Rambler lime. Yes. yes. The, and Rambler, is that something we could get to, or is that something I think, I don't think so. I don't know. Is that at it, Charlotte's web grocery store? Yeah, sure or, it. Um, it's at Central Market. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to, until we come to visit you in Texas, I'm going to spread the rumor that Tom Thumb is a joke and that you actually don't have those. So until I see it in person, I want to look up the little fabricated. They don't have, they don't Tom Thumb. Like he used to be a little up there with Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. I've heard about it. Well, Tom Thumb was a real person. First of all, I believe. Oh my gosh. Oh, No offense, friend. I, I think, hold on, hold on. Just real time Googling history. He he's a, a U.S. history figure. I'm pretty sure. General Tom Thumb. He was oh. a he was a small little man. Aww. Oh, he was he was. Uh, I just want show. you guys to know. Claire held her fingers right. up. Like, uh, do you feel better, Jacqueline? I do. <laughs> she just let out a ladylike burp, and I just needed to call attention to. Just you guys at home know when Claire said he was a small man, she mm-hmm. held up her fingers in like a two inch like her pointer finger and her thumb across. Like, I'm like, oh, so he was like a little action figure. He was like the size of a little army man. So his, his, the reason why he's famous in history is he was in the circus for being like the world's smallest man. Oh, I didn't know he was that Neither did I. Okay. I knew it was something, but then hold on. But what I want to show you is, ah, used to Tom Thumb, like they used to, there he is. Okay. Oh man, I'm looking they don't use too. the little logo anymore. This is the best. No, this one isn't good. I never, I can't find it, but his logo was a thumb up. He would stick his tongue out and he had a little pencil behind his ear. Oh, it, it was cute. And I like it. That does sound cute. So, okay. Tom there we go. Tom Tom is very real. It was founded in 1948, revenue of $288 million as of last year. They're selling the hell out of sparkling water. I tell you what. You know they are. All right. Okay. What's your number three? You're muted. Oh, yeah. I was like, she's having a pregnant pause. She's thinking this one out. (laughs) Well, I thought I was on mute earlier when I belched. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. You're like, wow, do you feel better? I was like, wow, I think I'm just going to. Uh, see myself. I'm sorry. I thought it was. World. Oh no! I thought it was hilarious. No judgment whatsoever. We, Claire and I were just talking about how we belch all the time because of sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I think. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's. It's. it's it happens. It's, it's the human fine. body. It it's, it's the fine. human body. Burp, we all burp all the time because all I drink is sparkling water and not regular water. Anyways. Um. So I think my next ranking. Um. <laughs> when it comes to water is the LaCroix, um, LaCroix. And I would say it is the mango flavor. I love it. Oh no, that is really good. 
I love anything tropical, but for some reason, the LaCroix um, mango flavor just really gets me. It's a little, it's a, it's a lot, but it's not too much. It's really nice in the middle of the day, especially it just like brings me to the spot where I'm like, oh, I'm feeling good. I could be drinking on an island, but I'm not, and I'm working, and like maybe I'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I like that. My number two, I'll just say it quickly because Claire already said it. Mine is the polar seltzer orange vanilla. Yeah. And guys, I'd imagine it would be so good as a mixer with whipped cream vodka. I've never Ooh. done it, okay, but I, I saw a TikTok. The, yeah, you have to. If you can find polar seltzer, I have not seen it at my store. Um, the only time I've had it is when I'm at home at my parents' house because my mom mm. brought it to the beach and then she always stocks it. I think they, my mom shops at Publix grocery store in Tennessee. And so they always have that there. I, so I don't know, but I know, I, it's they so have good. It in, on the East coast, I know. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I just don't know if they just don't carry it in my store or I only have a small section that I just don't see, but I'm going to be on the lookout. But I've just, cause I saw a TikTok the other day, uh, speaking of alcoholic seltzers, you know, Bud Light has come out with their soda ones. Oh, they're Bud yeah. Light seltzers that are based on like Coke flavor or cherry cola or orange oh soda. My God, they're disgusting. Oh, are they? Okay. See, I haven't had Christ. one, but a lady so on TikTok mixed, she mixed the orange soda one with whipped cream vodka and said <laughs> it was amazing. And that's what just oh, made me no. think, I bet the orange vanilla water would be so good as I'm a mixer sure with whipped cream vodka. One is, gr- is good. But, um, so the other day when I was at the blushery, we got a bunch of the other ones in, um, the white claws or no, it was, it was the Bud Light seltzers, the, the, the Coca-Cola mixes. Oh, we all just were like, we opened them them up and we were just like trying them out just to see if we could like recommend them. And we were all like, (laughs) no, not great. (laughs) They do Bud Light truly and white claw. They all are coming out with so many new flavors and variations lately. I'm like, they can't have done the market research to find out if these are any good. They're all trying to beat each other at the same yeah. game. Yeah. Well, also too, like I feel like amongst the seltzer, uh, the seltzer brands, I think Bud Light has done the best amongst all of them, you know, flavor wise. Like mm-hmm. I think they did the best job, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's too much. It's hard. Too much. Okay. What's your number two, Claire? My number two is an all time great twist to lime Topo Chico. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about Topo Chico. Oh my gosh. See, twist to me, that lime. is like the bougie of the bouge. And oh. it's so good. I like only allow myself to order it if they have it at a restaurant. And I'm like, this is so amazing. Oh, it's so, so good. good. So, so good. good. Now that's like maximum carbonation. It feel like it like puts needles on my tongue and I love mm-hmm. it, but mm. I really like the twist of lime. I, I do too. I like yeah. the twist of lime. I like it plain, but the twist of lime takes it up, takes it up a notch. Yeah. yeah. Love Jacqueline. What's your number two? Uh, we're going to have the same number one, Haley. I have a feeling if we, I know I was just looking at my list and I was like, Hmm. (laughs) If we don't, I think we're both going to have really good ones that I'm going to be like, no, I have to get that. Okay. I would say my, okay. So my number two is on LaCroix, the, um, I think it's passion fruit. Oh yeah. That one's really good. But it's the, it's a can that it's like a light, 
like pale pink color. I mm-hmm. think that's- Is I it the grapefruit? That's the pomplemousse? Oh, oh yeah, that that's really what good. it is. The pomplemousse. That's what it is. Yeah, yes. that one's really good. Love that. Love that flavor. Yeah, that one's really good. Okay, my number one. And Claire, if you have the same, what can I say? We've recommended to each other. My number one is coconut LaCroix. Absolutely. <gasps> yes! <That's> my number <laughs> one. <laughs> Shut up. Is it really? Jacqueline is yours number one too? Guys, it's coconut LaCroix. Really you. Let me see. She's holding up her notebook. Coconut LaCroix. Guys, it is so superior. Good. It is. It is so good. And I get so She's upset when they. But it's so good. Like I get up so upset when they are sold out of it or they don't have it at my or store. When LaCroix is like too expensive. Yeah. I, or it, when it it's really like, yeah, me, I'm just yeah. like I can't so spend that. Yes, guys, it's unanimous. I love it. All three of us, our number one is coconut LaCroix. And we have not spoken of this in a while. This exact one for me in the summer. Mm. It's just, when I'm on the beach mm. and I get a fresh coconut LaCroix and put mm. it in my Yeti koozie and I just, I'm like, wow, <laughs> sign me up for a Coppertone ad because I'm a beach babe. <laughs> like, what can I say? So good. It I is blended it up good. with ice and well, during the height of the pandemic, I was doing, I was blending a liquid IV tequila and coconut LaCroix with ice. And it was so good. Oh my wow, gosh. That, that sounds, sounds amazing. Are we at well, sandals think, right now? Cause no, that I, sounds like all inclusive deliciousness. So I think this I'm in it. Uh, like, look at me. I'm a mixologist and I'm going to invite her back to Kentucky just so she can make us this drink. Okay. Cause okay. I'm not asking her to come back. So I'm glad you're doing it. No, I honestly, the only reason I'm asking her back is solely for that cocktail, mix. the beverage, the beverage. My sister-in-law always mixes it with vodka. So she'll do just like, so a vodka soda, but instead of regular soda water, it's the coconut soda. And she swears by it um, with a squeeze of lime. A revelation. God. LaCroix, sponsor us. Kroger, sponsor us. Tom Thumb, we love you. Please, please, please. Sponsor us. Tom Thumb, what is up? There was one yeah. time where- do you guys remember on the old podcast, there was a friend of a friend of ours that I went to like a basketball game and it was before the game. We were all like not tailgating, but hanging out at the bar outside of Rupp arena and their friend works for the corporate beverage company that has LaCroix. And while we were chatting, I like word vomited all over him, how much I loved it. He was like, hang on one second. He went up to their hotel room and came back down with a book of coupons for LaCroix. And it was like, six coupons for like six free cases of LaCroix. So I kept two of them and I gave the girls like two of them each too, when I came to do the podcast. And it, I mean, it was just the best because they are so expensive and so luxurious, but they're the best. Coconut LaCroix cannot be beat. It cannot, it cannot. be beat. It's the best flavor. It is absolutely my the favorite. Can, the cans it are the gorgeous. Can, the can is pretty. I know. It's <laughs> the can like, is oh, pretty. The can is so pretty. I oh. wish I had some in my fridge, but I just finished the last one yesterday and it's oh. not on sale and I'm so sad. I know. The packaging is peak. The flavor is peak. The, as I say, sudsiness is peak. Um, Love the suds. It's just Love enough carbonation. Suds. It's just enough flavor, just enough carbonation and just enough um flavor where it's like it's not overwhelming it's mm-hmm. just it's uh, heaven to die it's for perfection okay should we do alcoholic yeah all right um my number five is high noon any flavor i do enjoy high noons i do i don't drink them as often and that's why i'm putting them as my number five usually if i'm thinking to buy seltzers or people have them i like think about 
just the other ones, but high noon, I really enjoy them. Do they have a peach flavor? Yes. Okay. Cause that's what I wrote down in parentheses. Cause I was like, am I dreaming they have peach? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but high noon peach, I enjoy very much. So number five for me. Okay. All right. My- oh, go ahead, Claire. Go ahead. Okay. My number five is going to be just because it was my gateway into seltzers, but mm-hmm. I want to say I am officially out on the white claw, truly Bud Light seltzer. Cause it, I, I don't want, I don't like the malt liquor and that's what it is. That's what makes yeah. me feel crappy. That's what. And so, but I have to go to my OG, which is truly. And yes. I truly was my original, um, introduction into this life. And so Mm -hmm. therefore I have to honor it. I have Mm -hmm. to lift it up and let it be known that I'm thankful for its service and glad that we have moved on, but truly, (laughs) and I guess mixed berry truly was like what I I really liked in the beginning. Yeah. I can't remember which one I first tried, but I remember I was very weirded out probably like you were at the beginning of the alcoholic seltzers game, like a couple of years ago when it started, I was just like, why? I just don't get it. The first time I tasted one, I think I had a white claw one first. And I just was like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, it felt syrupy to me. It felt like it had a weird aftertaste. <gasps> now, really? Yeah. Now yeah. I really like that is, them. That is so funny because I had the exact opposite. I immediately loved the white claws, but I thought the Trulies tasted super syrupy and like, ugh. Yeah. Everybody has a preference. Like everybody has yeah. a strong stance on, yeah. on the seltzers. Everyone okay. just has like a, like a straight up preference on their seltzers oh, yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Jacqueline, what is your number five? Um, I would say my number five is, um, obviously I'm team white claw. I'm not a fan of Trulies. Um, mm-hmm. so I think the white claw flavor for me, number five is white claw tangerine. Oh yeah. Um, it oh, tastes I, very much. See, and like, I hate that one. Like and it, tastes like a, funny. it tastes like a vodka soda to me. So it's like, it doesn't really mean anything else. Maybe side, maybe besides like a little more vodka. Um, but I'm into it. It's pretty bland, but, um, that's what it's there for. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. what does it taste like to you, Claire? You said you hate it. I don't know something about it. The flavor. I, I can't do it. I mm-hmm. really don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four, and I only put this as number four because I haven't had it lately. Last time I had it was actually with you two girls. No, that's not true. I had it a few months ago. The Cantina Ranch Waters. That's on oh, my yeah, list. Is it? Okay, good. Yeah, the first, I think that's the first time I had them was when the three of us were at Mirror Twin Brewing, which is a brewery here in Lexington. And they had two different varieties of it. And it's canned ranch water, which is tequila, soda water, and lime. In this case, they had lime and watermelon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are so good, mm-hmm. like so packed with flavor, but not, I think they're the same calories or alcohol level as a white claw or something, but they're so that, you know, they're very palatable and I really enjoy those cantina ranch water. Yes. Um, my number four. So last summer I went to the Jersey shore with the shore, uh, the shore, I went the shore. Down the shore with my good, good friend, Amanda and her family. And we tried a bunch of different canned cocktails and seltzers and some of which were terrible, hated and mm-hmm. learned the hard way. Um, 
but one I one brand I ended up liking was Southern Tier, and they make yeah. a lime agave margarita, which was really good. And so, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, but they make a mark. bunch of them. They made a mod. They had a mod dress that was good, and they mm-hmm. had, I don't know, it was a good brand. I, yeah, there were other brands. I couldn't find one that that was good. Yeah, Two yeah. Chicks was the name of one that was sick. And oh really? Ugh. I didn't like I didn't like any Lover Boy, which was sad. Lover Boy. I haven't even heard of Lover Boy. Uh, That's really? the brand. Yeah, I've never heard of it. We tried were not good. Oh man, that makes me so sad, Claire. But maybe maybe some are good, but the ones we tried, we were like, oh, oh. oh man. <laughs> we were just doing little taste tests. We weren't even finishing any. It was quite fun. Yeah, just oh, that's really fun. Especially yeah. if you just buy one of each, they're not that expensive. So you can try a bunch, especially if you're splitting them with your friends. Yeah. I like that. Jacqueline, what's your number four? Okay. Uh my number four is the white cloth um watermelon flavor. Oh yeah, that one's really good. Really, really good. I'm on a big watermelon kick lately. I was at when I was in Tampa for work recently, we ate at this restaurant that had watermelon frozen margaritas. Mm. And Claire, do you remember that time when we were in Denver and your cousin took us to that, uh, I want to say Mexican restaurant and they yeah. were the best margaritas we'd ever had yes. this place in Tampa. It was reminiscent of that. Remember that place? I can't remember what it is. I wish we could I give them a full shout out, but they, their they margaritas know. were the perfect mix of tangy, but also really sweet at the same mm-hmm. time. Oh, and this is the so first good. time I've had a margarita and it was in Tampa at a place called Rocco's tacos. That was the first time I've had a margarita since then, which was probably three years ago that had that same flavor profile, but it was watermelon. Um, and I don't know what they do. And they wouldn't tell us at the place in Denver where we went, because we were like, why does it taste so good? What is this mix? And they were just like, can't say it's proprietary. We were like, probably just like extra vodka in it. That's what we do with the blushery. Oh, oh, with Frosé. Yeah. There's probably just extra liquor who knows, but so good. Um, okay. My number three is white claw pineapple. Ooh, yeah. I really good. like that one. So of the White Claw family, I like White Claw Pineapple. So that's my number three. Yeah. My number three is the Cantina Ranch Water, the watermelon yeah. flavor. So good. I loved it. Ooh, love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. It's so it is, delicious. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Guys, try them. Cantina. Mm-hmm. Jacqueline? Um, okay. So my next is the White Claw Mango. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You love a mango. You love a non-alcoholic mango. Uh, mango, anything. I love anything tropical flavored. So, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. like almost 100% guaranteed to like it. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. mango white claw just hits a spot for me. So excellent. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, my number two is, and this one I put in there just because the frequency in which I have it, because I feel like if they have white claw at most bars or things like that, and I'm in the mood for one, they always have black cherry. Mm-hmm. And I really actually like it a lot. Like if they have it, I'm like, oh, perfect. Like that's just a good, I feel like it's kind of the bud light of seltzers. I feel like they have it everywhere. And so it just feels like I'm used to it and I enjoy it a lot. So it's not yeah. like my absolute favorite flavor, but I do enjoy it. And I probably have it the most. It's a good de- default go-to. It is. It's like, oh, okay. You know, if you go somewhere like a ball game or something and you're like, oh yeah, I'll just have a Bud Light. That's fine. That's how I feel when I have a White Claw Black Cherry. I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. 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 My number two, the only reason why it's not number one is because I can't really, it, it's like, 
not that I should judge anything on like, Oh, I can drink a lot of those, but, um, <laughs> I just feel like I can't drink a lot of them because it is a sweeter one. It's not one that's, um, not sweetened, but it's an Bravazzi, the blood orange, hard Italian soda. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. And it's so good. They have it at bar Ona in Lexington. Yeah. I was going to say they've served it that to me being like, Oh, you would love this. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, it's so good. That's the one I've and only seen- time I've had it was with you, Claire, that night when we were there. Yeah. Yes. I've since seen it, um, for sale in stores here. And I was like, Ooh, okay. um, yeah. but, but it is like packed so with good. flavor. It's packed yeah. with flavor. I, mean, I see like- what you mean when you can't have too many of them. Cause it is so flavorful. Yeah. But I love it. I mean, I think it's delicious. It's it truly is. like a hard Italian soda. It tastes like a I, I, you can't even taste alcohol in it and it's, but mm-hmm. it's not like overly sweet. Like it's just like good. It's delicious. Yeah, no, it is really good. It's <laughs> and just the blood delicious. orange flavor. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's another one. The can is cute. <laughs> the can is so cute. The can is adorbs. All right, Jay Quizzle. What's your number two? Um, okay. So my number two is a another high noon flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is pineapple. Oh yeah. I love it. The pineapple is really good too. I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love any, like I said, I love anything tropical flavored and pineapple just hits different for me, especially when it's high noon mm-hmm. and a cup of ice. I mean, I just, you can't really go wrong. Yes. Okay. My number one is very boring, but I'll explain why when I was on the lake in not in college, but my first like job, no, a couple years after college, um, my drink of the summer was always Bud Light Lime. And so Mm -hmm. like actual Bud Light, you know, when they had came out with the lime flavor and I love it. And so when Bud Light seltzers came out, my favorite is Bud Light seltzer lime. And it's so boring and basic. I, I think for some reason, I feel like I'm drinking a Bud Light lime. I don't know why it's weird. You're a lime girl. I love lime. Like I love, like when I was a kid, I'd go to Sonic as a child and order a lime slush. What kind of nut does that when you've got grape, orange, cherry? I'd be like, I'd love a lime slush. Thank you so much. I'm six. (laughs) So annoying. I love anything like lime to me is the superior fruit. Like lemon, love you, baby girl. But lime, lime that's where it's at. So a Bud Light lime, I could, if Claire's talk, if we're going to say like, how many can we drink? I could drink far too many Bud Light limes. I just think they're just (laughs) zesty and I love it. Number one. Number one. My number one's already been said, but kind of for the same reason of Haley's number one, it's one that I, I could drink a lot. I always like it. And it's high noon peach. I love oh, the peach high noon. Yeah. Love it. Love That's it. That's my number one too. There you go. I blew it. It was number five on my list. It was on the list, but it wasn't number one. I blew it. We could have had the perfect score uh, on this. We could have. But I would, you know what? Next like, time we're all together, we have to toast with a hot, we need a coconut LaCroix to keep us hydrated and then a high noon peach. Minimum. Well, <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying at first. Now I know you were saying minimum, but I was like, are we saying a cheer? What are we saying? Minimum. I love it. I love it. Okay. How long have we been recording? This feels a like while. we've been going. Mm, not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so our plan today um, was to answer some of the questions you guys have sent in. We love hearing from our, I want to say viewers that speaks to our TV background, but you all can't see us, our listeners um, questions. So I don't know, should we just 
let's do like one yeah, maybe since it. we have been going no, a we, while we just... can do we can do them all i mean there's not that many. Oh, no we cannot do them all <laughs> how long have we been going like an hour and a half yeah we can't I'm... do them all Let's do, let's do one happy medium. Let's do one. So we don't do any of them. And then we can save the rest for next week. And guys, this gives you time because if we, we do love answering y'all's questions about exactly, because we got some questions about career. We got some questions about relationships and life and all that stuff. Um, anyway, we know you all probably need a potty break just like we do. So let's answer one and then we'll wrap this little baby up. Yes. Okay. Jacqueline, do you have the questions in front of you? I do. Um, Pick your favorite and we'll answer it. Okay. Let's see them. Um, okay. So, um, just going off, um, I think this is a good, a great one that the three of us can weigh in on. Okay. Um, and I think all of us have had to, um, navigate this to some degree or another. So, um, Mrs. Ashford four, two, six, on Instagram, um, asks, how do you hand? Okay. So she says, quote, how do you handle conflict specifically when men say inappropriate things in a professional setting, calling you honey or sweetie. Um, and she says that she, um, recently had someone say, or someone tell her to not get her panties in a way. And she just thought that it was um, not okay. And she was just wondering what we would say in that moment in time and what our thoughts were in general over that uh, situation. So for me, I would answer, would have answered this question totally different five years ago. My stance would have been very much like, unless it crosses a certain line, just suck it up and deal with it. But that's the environment I was growing up in and the environment in the workplace at that time. Now I would not be as afraid to be like, stop calling me that. That makes me feel weird. Like, you know, if it's like a softball kind of thing, if they're just saying it and it's making you uncomfortable now. And if I was faced with this currently, I really think I'd just be like, I just start either calling them the same names like, yeah. I don't care if it's a man or I just be like, what's up sugar lips? What yeah. you doing baby doll? See how they feel <laughs> about it. I mean, I hope they don't think it's a come on. They might be like, Oh, she's feeling it. And I'd be like, I am definitely not Kyle. Mm. Um, but no, I think now I would be much more aware of that. And, you know, not the me too movement, but things like that, where women are feeling more comfortable talking about and also realizing for the first time things that are not okay, that we were told were okay, or just made to feel like we need to put up with in the workplace as women. Now I would answer it as if it's just little like that, I would either start calling them the same names or I would just straight up be like, what's with these nicknames? That's kind of weird. You know, I would make a huge issue of it. But if someone's saying like, don't get your panties in a wad, I'd be like, bro, come up with something new. Like that is so don't talk about panties with me. Like that's uncomfortable. Like if we're supposed to be professionals and equals, like stop. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, don't get your boxers up your butt. I don't know what the equivalent is. Um, yeah. yeah. I just think handling it on the front end and letting people know they can't mess with you. Cause I think a lot of men or just people in the workplace, especially if you're new there, they like to test the waters and see what they can get away with. And the sooner you let them know, yeah, I'm just not that kind of girl, not really going to be messed with that way. It's going to be done. And they're not going to worry about it. I think now you just need to be more confident in yourself and what you're comfortable with. Your comfort level in the workplace is just as important as anyone else's. And you just need to make that known pretty much immediately. And it doesn't have to be a big screaming fight or craziness, but you can just draw that line and be like, 
Yeah. I don't like that. Can you not do that? Thank you so much. Yeah. Or just saying, Oh, my name's Claire. Oh, I love that. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you're forgetting my name and that's why you're subbing in these weird nicknames. Yeah. It's Claire. Thank you. I would. I, so, um, and yes, tell them your name's Claire. Uh, yeah. Always say your name is Claire. No matter what. That's just like, that's what you say. That's what you say. So I would hashtag my name is Claire. So I would say, um, the nicknames on like personally don't bother me as much as, um, like other comments bother Mm -hmm. me where it's like, you know, like you can call me honey, whatever. And it's like, you know, what? it's all in how someone like, says it. Like it's all yeah, in how they say exactly. It. It's like it's like if they think that they're above me and they're being super condescending about it, then like, oh yeah, you're really gonna piss me off. But mm-hmm. if you're saying it in a, in a way of you're just being, you know, uh, endearing, fine. You know, and you think you're that's gonna <laughs> that that's gonna get you some sort of you know, discount or whatever on whatever, (laughs) whatever you're trying to do with our business. It's like, okay, like you can think whatever you want to think, but, um, I, I think that if I was in, um, this person's position, I think immediately I would be in her same position where I would be so stunned. I wouldn't know what to do or think or say, even if initially I would be so uncomfortable, I would feel so uncomfortable and out of my skin. And I just, I think I would truly just not even know how to react. Um, but I think that like Claire and Haley said, if you just continue on and the person continues to say baby or, you know, honey or sweetie or whatever, which is, so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain ones that don't annoy me as bad as others. If someone calls me baby at work, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's so, like, uh-uh. gross. And yeah. It's gross. I know it's so gross. And, and I think, you know, there's a thing from even that where it's like, it's gross. Oh, and also they're demeaning your work. So if like you're a salesperson that's going into these places and you're meeting with like their managers. And then, you know, you present them with this presentation that you thought long and hard about, and then you leave. And then they're like, ah, oh, this bit, you know, they're like talking shit. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's like not great, but I think, um, I think the best thing you can do, like, um, Haley and Claire said, I think you should just, uh, make it clear what your name is. And like, if someone tries to tell, like call you by someone else's name, just be like, Oh, what was your name again? Um, or honestly, like, even if, like, if someone is like, like tries to call you honey, just be like, Oh, thanks, hon. What was your name? Like maybe oh, yeah. like, try to like flip the tape, like flip the car, like flip the table on them and see what they say and how they react. Mm -hmm. And if maybe you make them feel like just a little uncomfortable, maybe they will, um, like step it up and not feel that way. But I think, I think that's the first step. And if you do that and you do that to the people that you work with directly, 
And then you have other people that are in management that still aren't calling you by your name. Um, after you're making all these people know what your name is. Uh, yeah, they need to be reported because that's not okay. Oh yeah. If this, if this is a, we're talking about like baseline, not a big deal stuff. If someone is making you, if there's something that's taken to the next level, I would have very different advice. Um, still would say no slapping. Um, but I would be handling it much differently. I would be not afraid to be like, yo, we're going to HR because this is not cool. Do not be afraid. Yeah. If someone's making you seriously uncomfortable, take it to your superiors. I would say if don't someone says to you, don't get your panties in a wad, I would just be like, bro, that's so inappropriate. Or yeah. Just, or, like that's so immature. Or I, I mean, I've gotten to a point where I'm a pretty like lighthearted person at work. I like, yeah, to joke. For sure. I like to be silly, but yeah. we all have our times where we have to be serious and, and, or we get stressed out. And I've had people be like, whoa, okay, sorry, whatever. And I'll say, listen, yeah, I am stressed out right now. I've got a lot on my plate or yeah, I'm, yeah. T- I'm trying to get this done. And I'm not shy about, uh, yeah, I'm not in a mood to joke right now. And, yeah. and if, that's you wanna, fine. if you think that makes me emotional, like, okay, I am a human. I have moods, but like, I'm also not a person to lash out or something. So I know I'm not like be acting unreasonably, but yeah, I think yeah, just own who you are and what you do. And then based off their reaction, either they will change and you don't have to do anything or they will not change. And then, yeah, unfortunately you may have to escalate it to a point of and getting management involved in some way to Mm -hmm. let them know that, you know, this person either isn't respecting you, your space, or just making the workplace uncomfortable. And you've let them know in a professional way they've done so. Yeah, exactly. Try giving them the chance to let them know personally first. But if you have to take it to the next level, it's like, dude, fine. I'll just have someone else come in and mediate this because you're clearly not getting it. (laughs) I need to be comfortable in the workplace. So do you like, let's just make this professional. Yeah. Um, All right, gals. Have we done this thing? Should we do self-care and favorites? We should. um, But I would say, so we do have a self-care sponsor this week. Yeah. Hi. Thank you. So Um, excited. So excited. Also, it's someone that the three of us know. Um, Her name is Morgan Crouch and she owns- I'm not related to her. (laughs) It's yeah. Claire's twin sister. Um, yeah, to be clear, um, Claire's not related to her. They just happen to have the same last name. Um, but yes, Morgan, Morgan used to work with us at LEX 18. She's a photographer star. Yes. Um, and she is um her company is called Captured by Crouch, and she is a traveling photographer based out of Frankfurt. Kentucky. So if you're not familiar, that's Frankfurt, Kentucky. And she specializes in wedding, elopement, lifestyle, and door sessions. And Morgan offers both photography boudoir. and boudoir. 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 That's boudoir. right. Boudoir. All right. Sorry if I said that wrong. <laughs> but Morgan offers both photography and videography services to capture your special moments in your life. Captured by Crouch is a published dark and moody photographer and is now booking 2023 weddings. And if you're interested in booking a wedding or session, reach out today with the code ABLOCK for your special discount. 
Dang girl, so she stays it. booked and busy. Uh, yes, you know what? Does. You know what? She is so funny. She is so talented, but she consistently listens to this podcast. So I know she will 100% roast the Yay, Oh yeah. She's going to kill you. She's going to be like, Oh really? What'd you say? You know what? You said that name wrong. <laughs> I was like, we have to get this right for Morgan. I know. Claire and I are both like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> All good. Morgan is amazing. She yeah, worked with us at channel 18, obviously shooting for television, but still photography is like her passion. And she is so fantastic at it. If you want to see a sampling of her work, just follow her on Instagram. Yeah, uh, like Jacqueline said, Morgan Crouch, Crouch yeah. captured by Crouch. Um, she shoots all kinds of couples and special moments and just captures it in, in such a beautiful and moving, incredible stylist, stylistic way. And um, yeah, check her out. Morgan, we love you, sweetheart. Thank you for joining the Yay. A Block family. She's been a longtime listener, a longtime personal friend of ours. And um, yeah, we're just so excited to be part of her. Yeah, she's been so supportive of us. So this is like an honor to get it's to so fun. <laughs> say her name over this podcast and get her business out there because she's very talented and yes. anybody would be so lucky to be captured by Morgan. Crap. I love that. Oh. I love that. Yes. I love it. I yeah, love it. She, um, yeah, you should definitely, um, we'll share her profile so y'all can see her, but um, it's captured by Morgan Crouch. Um, and it's spelled out exactly how it is said, <laughs> but yeah, she is so talented and so amazing. And yes, we're just so happy to have her not only as a sponsor, but as a great friend. And I think that is also the reason that we have her as a sponsor, because we would never lead you all uh, astray when it comes to our sponsors, we want to direct you in the, um, in the right direction. Um, you know, and we just want to share things that we love. And one of the things that we love just happens to be our good friend, Morgan Crouch and her talents. Yes. So happy because all three of us have experienced, um, what she does behind the camera firsthand. And we're so excited that we that we're going to be able to share that experience with you guys and um, that you'll be able to have a discount. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Morgan. Okay. Favorites and self-care time brought to you by Captured by Crouch. Um, I've been out of town and out of my routine. So my self-care and favorites are kind of all over the place right now. Yeah. Mine is um, kind of random. I'm actually trying to think of them on the fly. I will say my favorite, I know what my favorite is. Um, my favorite is door dashing pizza hut lately. I've done oh. it twice in the last week and I've been through kind of an emotional week having to go to a funeral and stuff. So, uh, Matt and I actually, um, door dashed it tonight and I don't eat pizza hut as much as I used to like growing up. It's where we would like go as our family. And I just forget how delicious it is. Like the crust cannot be beat. So we door dash it tonight. And okay, I, okay, why door dash and not just order it from pizza hut. They yeah, won't deliver it. Pizza oh. hut won't deliver it out to us. Door dash oh. is the only oh. way we can get it. Okay. And yeah. And they even didn't have it for a long time. So we did it tonight. So my favorite right now, it's just very comforting and nostalgic for me yeah. in kind of a weird childhood way. Um, so my favorite is pizza hut. My self-care that I'm going to do as soon as we end this podcast is I'm going to do what they call and what I've done for years, but what I've now learned through TikTok, they call the everything shower. When I get in the shower tonight, I'm going to do 
a deep conditioning treatment on my hair, do a stripping shampoo. I'm going to wash and exfoliate my face. I'm going to shave. I'm going to exfoliate my whole body. I'm going to put on a body, but I'm just going to do, I'm going all in tonight. I just feel everything. like I need it. So I'm doing the everything shower where I do the most. And so I am so excited. Like it's going to be a full 30 minute shower. I might take a glass of wine in there. It's going to be an experience. So that's going to be my self-care tonight after my favorite of pizza, hut pizza, oh, God. I'm a complex a girl wine in your like- shower. I will be severely disappointed. Thank you. Thank you. I will do it. You're welcome. That sounds great. All right. Um, okay. My favorite thing right now, Haley is yes. Abercrombie's curve love shorts. Yes. Oh my gosh. The shorts. I need to know everything. I only have the jeans as you all know. Tell me about the shorts. So I got the curve love shorts, the mom short high rise. Excellent. And I cannot believe it. I, so I'm not a shorts person. I said this last week and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to buy some shorts. I'm going to experiment a couple places. And I had seen the shorts um, recommended a couple places and they were saying curve love. And then after Haley had been seeing the praises of the jeans, I was like, this just might be the answer. magic shorts. Yes. So they came in yesterday and like, I could cry for the first time ever. I have denim shorts that aren't tight on my thighs, but fit on my waist. Like <gasps> I've never had that. I've never had Oh my that. God. That is so hard to come by. Yes. And so that is they, so awesome. I know. Like, I can't believe it. And so I got two different kinds that fit. Um, they're slightly different. I don't, I don't remember how they're different. I have a whole pile of clothes on my bed. All my online shopping finally came in. Love it. Um, and, uh, but anyway, so order some, if you're in the market for shorts, I got the curve love mom short high rise and Oh, they're both the curve love. Oh, I think I just got two different washes as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, because I I'm keeping two pairs. Um, and then I, uh, I'm sending the ones that were too big back because hey. I, I, I it's like, yes, usually it's, I have to keep the bigger ones. Oh, and, I know. I hate or, that. But, like I've never had denim shorts that don't hug my thighs. Like, it's yes. And truly, I hate that. It's the worst. I like that's, that's the worst. That's really why I hate wearing them is because then they make me no matter how big or little I am or the shorts, it makes me feel like my clothes are too tight. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like constantly like messing them down and everything and feeling like really self-conscious. So then I just don't wear them. And then I'm hot. And my yeah. legs are sweating because I'm in skinny jeans and it's hundred degrees outside. Yes. So I'm just really happy to have some jeans to wear in the Texas heat. Oh yeah. my gosh. I know. Okay. I'm so glad they came in and I'm so glad you love them. I may have to And they were on sale too. So oh, yeah. if you're on the lookout for shorts, like literally run, don't walk. We'll, we, you need for our, all your denim needs. We have you covered <laughs> guys. If Abercrombie size? doesn't sponsor us now, like guys come through, like what I, please, I tag them. please tag us and tag them yeah. in your and say, post. yeah, guys, please and just be like, sponsor, sponsor. Abercrombie. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like these middle, middle-aged millennials that were obsessed with you. Um, and as teenagers are now back in business, baby. Yes. Yay. Claire, that makes me so happy. Okay. I really now want to get some and check yeah. them out. Yay. Okay. What's your self-care? Um, my self-care is, uh, doing something I hadn't been able to do in like seven years. And that is wearing, letting my hair air dry and then wearing it to work the next day. Wavy. Ooh. 
noticed, I know as soon as you sat down to record, because we record this on Zoom so we can see each other. I noticed as soon as you sat down and I thought, oh my gosh, how cute. Yeah. I, cause my hair dries naturally wavy and you know, on TV, I just like, couldn't do it. It doesn't look as, I mean, and I don't do it every day cause they're, I just like the option of getting to do it and yes. I've done it all this week and it just turns out my hair is like behaved and it just felt so good. And I love it because I hate washing my hair and fixing it. And so the fact that I can just like take that off my plate a couple times, a week or something has been great. And it's so much healthier for your hair. Yes. Like I don't want to put the heat on the hair. Yeah. And this goes along. I wanted to mention this. I was thinking of it earlier and I was like, oh, this goes perfect with this TikTok I saw because I haven't mentioned TikTok this week and got, and I'm worried about you. Tell me what you've seen. Yeah. But, um, there was a TikTok I saw yesterday and it wasn't like a super inspirational, like dark, like deep one, but a girl was just saying, as a woman, the, my bare face is deemed unprofessional. It's seen as lazy and unprofessional if I come to work with just my bare face. And I was thinking that about my hair. Whoa, like my yeah. hair is like, has been looked at as unprofessional because it's not like perfectly straightened. And I was like, wow, society. that's actually amazing. I know society. So, yeah. Why are we so, doing this to ourselves? Right. But so that's my little self-care. And in fact, tonight I'm going to take a shower right after this as well. And I'm going to let my hair air dry and see what happens in the morning. And if it looks like crap, of course I'll just yeah. deal with it, but yeah, just I like the option and it just makes me happy. I love that. I bet your hair is, your hair is thanking you for it. Like getting a break from the hot tools. Yes. All right. Jay Quizzle spill favorites and self-care. What are you loving? What are you doing? Um, okay. So, um, I would say, okay. So my favorite thing this week is, um, Claire, I have been watching Byron Mays. Yeah. And I can't turn it on that. And I wish there was another freaking season because I finished it this morning and I was left and it was a cliffhanger. Yeah. Byron Bay. Is it a reality show? Yeah. About yeah. Byron Bay in Australia. Yeah. Byron Bay. I like anything with an Australian accent. They say everything is hectic. Oh, it's the most, I got the most hectic text, text, hey. the mood, the vibe was really hectic. I love the word okay, hectic wait. and I don't also, feel like I've used it in a while. So, um, Claire, you, I loved the show because of the way you described it in last week's episode, but you said that, um, it was like a mix of Malibu and what else did you say it was? I can't remember. It was like something else. I just said it was like the hills kind of. Yes. Oh, yes. Well. Yes. But okay. Okay. But I will add. So as the more I watched the show, I totally understood what you were talking about. But then also I was cracking up because every little like, you know, when there's reality shows, they have little like parties and then it's like, oh yeah, like someone's is going to have a party because, uh, because for made up reason, just so they can have the whole cast blah, blah, together. Blah, 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 blah. And then like, for the most part, like you don't really know what's like for 
the show but mm-hmm. for this show it is very obviously for the show oh for sure but every single time they had a they had a party there was someone there that was like we're going to meditate for five minutes and you're just, you're not going to talk. And then we're going to like, whatever. So they like would do this thing. And then there was another uh, party that they had where they like banged on this drum and it was like a meditation thing. And then there was another party where um, this girl was like, oh yeah, I'm going to dress up as a mermaid. <laughs> oh, sure. And okay. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna save the coral reef. So I'm gonna dress up as a mermaid, and so are all the other people that like. I don't know. It's just so funny. But, it sounds hectic. <laughs> it sounds hectic. Yeah, heck, a hectic party. Watching it, Claire said it's the most important and the least important show you'll watch, and I truly cannot agree more. <laughs> okay, excellent. All right, I'll check it out. Slash least important. Yes but it's deserves your time. Okay. Yeah. I like that. It's very easy to watch. And yeah, the, the so easy to watch. make so, everything. My favorite. I, I, I love going to another world, you know? Oh yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. My dream is to go to Australia one day. Um, I've always wanted to go my whole life. I had to do a report in eighth grade on what country I wanted to visit. And some, I was going to call her a bitch, but I actually really liked her. Just one of my classmates picked <laughs> Australia before I picked mine. So I had to do France, which is pretty cool too. But to this yeah. day, I've always been like, damn you, Carly. Um, Carly, if you're out there, I love you doll. No hard feelings. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eighth grade was a long time ago. I'm finally past it. Um, no, but I've always, I want to go to Australia. That's like my biggest item on my bucket list for my whole life. So, okay. What's your self-care, yeah. Jacqueline? Um, my... <laughs> Okay. So last week. All right. So my self-care is coming to this podcast and admitting, um, that, uh, last week for mm-hmm. my self-care, I said that I would be hitting my snooze button less. Yes. And yes. I will say I have failed. Oh uh, no. Well, Hey, that's okay. That is okay. And that Tomorrow's is my, my self-care right. coming to this podcast and admitting. <laughs> Saying it out loud so that you see we're not going to hate you like you think that and the world is going to hate you. No, it's and okay. I, I never thought that anybody would hate me, but I was like, you know what? I said on that podcast that I would be up and it was like, you know, the my alarm would go off at seven and I'm just laying in bed and laying in bed and it's just... You know what? I'm terrible. I snooze I so bad. So I'm a- irresponsible. I have such compassion for, for you. The past like two weeks for literally no reason at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm just here to uh, admit that and hold myself accountable. She's and I'm also. I'm also. <laughs> I'm also. I'm um, hoping that um, people, aka the two of you, hold me accountable. Okay. <laughs> what time does your alarm go off? Yeah, so what time what are you trying to get up? Are we supposed um, to every call morning, in the morning? Or? Um, at least. Let's uh, call her and put her on a hectic phone call. Let's uh, do a hectic text. Let's do a hectic text that says, are you up? Okay. So um, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. is when my first alarm goes off. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not up then. So I cannot I, hold you accountable at 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's an hour early. Hour, like, oh, yeah. Like, earlier here. So I can't so do that. Yeah. yeah. Claire can't be up at six. Okay. Those days for her are over. Come on. Yeah. They're so over. All how right. about we just check in with you throughout the day and say, how did it go this morning? 
Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And because then you then know, I'll feel guilty about being like, oh shit. It's like it's like yeah. I, can't, I can't tell people the like guy got out of bed at 10. So it was like, all right, well. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I love it. Oh, hey. Atlanta. A lot of people getting up earlier and not snoozing is a common like thing that people are working on. So guys, just know it's harder than people realize it is. Do your best one day well, at a time. What, it's always great to be striving, you know? Yes, yeah. always. And what's so crazy for me is like, initially I'm like, I'll hit snooze once or twice and then I'm awake, but then I'll check my phone. I'll check my email. I'll respond. Yada, yada. And then I'll just lay in bed for like two hours. And it's like, yeah, it's like the actual getting up part. It's the point of this. Yeah. What am I doing? It's like, why can't I just immediately get up? So I'm working on the immediateness of just when the alarm goes off, get your feet on the floor, get up and get moving for a yeah. while. What helps me was I would put my phone in my bathroom. I, so I would say, have to physically in another room. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the things when I was working I the morning like news Apple shift watch and it just goes. Oh, see, I don't sleep. I sleep with my Apple watch on the charger. No, I like it though, because I hate the noise. Like the, the buzzing, oh, the buzzing, my, the buzzing yeah. on your wrist, like makes it less, uh, like abrupt. Well, hire an assistant to come toss water on your face as soon as you wake up. Perhaps you need yeah, something more abrupt. That's right. Maybe you do need something more abrupt. That's a good point, Claire. <gasps> come on, Jacqueline. We're holding you accountable. We're holding you accountable. While we snooze till eight, nine, whenever. I'm still in bed. <laughs> We're still in bed. Just like she better be up right now. Have never well, gotten anyways, up Claire, what are your favorite things this week? Oh, Jacqueline, I already went. Oh God. All right. You know, I'm just going to see myself out. Okay. is on another level this week and you know what? Love it. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Another episode 10, our 10 week anniversary of the a block and it's resurgence season two. We are so excited to have you guys in our audience. So excited to have our sponsors, relics bridal and now captured by crouch sponsor of our favorite things and self-care segments. We love it. All right. Well, we'll see you next week for number 11 heaven 11 heaven 11 yeah you know it you love it mm-hmm. that's yeah. what next week double is. ones double Hi. ones ones have in the sky week. get out of bed you too. get out of bed and that's not just for you jacqueline that's for everyone out there get out of bed and get moving stop attacking me. <laughs> we love you <laughs> and we love everybody listening bye bye, bye. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets.
Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.